Kia ora and welcome to Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM for by and about the communities of Hurafinoa and Kapiti. If you're a Kapiti resident, you'll be well versed on the mould wine concerts that have been going on Paikokariki for the last 15 years, is it Mary? Yes, this is our 15th season. Holy cow. And now you're over in Featherston too, so Indeed. you're just... You're branching out everywhere. Yes, yeah, just doubled the workload, but it's actually trebled the workload. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. It's good for yeah. um, the locals to get along and support some talent, like yes. Michael Endress. Welcome to the studio, Michael. Now, I believe you're going to be at the next Mold Wine concert in Paikokariki on Sunday, the 10th of April. That's the plan, yes, and I'm looking forward, as, as I always do, coming to Paikok is always a special, a special place. Now, I remember we talked to you last year, so I'm going to let Mary get down to the nitty-gritty about what we can expect in this fabulous show. I see there's Mozart, Schumann, Schubert. Have I pronounced yes, those you have. properly? Oh, yes, I will leave practicing. it up, up to you and Mary to talk about the ivories, and then we'll get the details out so people know how and where to get tickets. That's it. Hello, Michael. Hello. <laughs> Good day. Good day. Um, I believe that this is not your first time coming to Paikakariki. No, that must be. I'm not totally sure about at least four or five times. Yes, yeah. yes you're a very you're a very popular uh, pianist for us. I have to say, especially in the choice of program. But we'll get to that in a minute. What is it in particular that you like about um, Paikakariki, Michael? What is it in particular? Well, that uh, concert hall of yours happens to be sitting next to the sea. So if I play and I look out there and I see the sea, that, and I also hear sometimes to see when the window is open. Yes. So that's pretty unique. I, I don't know of any other concert hall in New Zealand that's located like that. So that's a wonderful place to it, play. It's a bit of a bonus, isn't it? <laughs> I love I love the hall, absolutely. And uh, the intimate the intimate setting, does that also please you? The fact that the audience is close to you, not sort of 25 rows away? Yes, I mean, I'm a great uh, believer in, in uh, intimate settings because a lot of this music was, was written for exactly such a setting. It wasn't written for, uh, written for a, you know, a concert hall with 2,000 people sitting, mm. sitting around. <coughs> yes, and I think it's quite nice that if you, uh, you know, speak, speak to the audience, if there's anything you'd like to explain about a piece, I think that's also very nice. I mean, I don't think Mozart needs any... Introduction, uh, you're going to play 282, which is quite a early Mozart, I believe. Yeah, that's one of these six early sonatas, and that's actually, I think, his shortest uh, shortest sonata and a quite unusual piece in, in many ways. So I'm looking forward. That was always a sort of favorite. And you, I think it was you who, that was one of your that's, uh, wishes. That's <laughs> right. I, I particularly wanted you to play it because I'm teaching somebody in the UK and she she brought this piece to me and I had never, actually, believe it or not, I had never played this sonata. And when I, just this wonderful adagio, that's what she wants to do, the, the first three pages, I think it is, that's what she wanted to do. So I have already told her about your performance and I'm, and I'm hoping that I'll be able to transmit um, your your playing of it to her. Oh, that's nice to hear. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one who likes that. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> it's a particular yeah, and then you have chosen the Schumann Kinderzenen. Yeah, I usually, I mean, I, I actually don't play this much in concerts. It's exactly for the, for the reason because these are very intimate little pieces. Not easy at all, but, but small and short and, 
intricate, and so I, uh, for a big hall, that does usually not work. And then, uh, but in a small hall, you can perfectly uh, get it across. I hope. And so, yeah, perfect choice, I think, for yes. So just to explain the meaning, it's sins from childhood, and and the first piece, as of course, is the most popular about foreign lands and people. And many of the hall, peop- many of the people in the hall will have played that. I'm sure. Oh yes! Oh, don't forget the number eight. The, that's Schumann's most famous piano piece, the Träumerei. Yes. So we got a couple of favorites in that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's not just children's pieces. Yes, Schumann said, you know, it, it's some. Uh, it's basically pieces which show the reflections of an older, older person who is back to his youth. I see. Who's reflecting on, yeah. on, mm. on when he on the on the childhood long yes. long gone yes. yeah. And yeah. they sort of fit together as a, uh, I think there's 13 pieces? Yeah. And, and they and they fit together, don't they? Yeah, they, they go from one to the next. They're, they're built as a, as a unit, absolutely. Yes, and, so, that, and that's part of the difficulty of, of performing Opus 15, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So, because he would never perform, for example, the last one on its own. I mean, it wouldn't make any sense even. Yes. So. Yeah. And then you go to a, bit, a, a small piece of list. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a small piece. It's uh, kind of, <laughs> quite a, <laughs> quite a sort of. It's not long. It's only twelve minutes, but it's quite a powerful, big piece. Late Obermann, that's a piece where it was a very famous novel, uh, French novel in the nineteenth century. Um, Obermann, it was called, and it's a collection of letters of a young French uh, man who wanders in the Swiss Alps and starts to think deeply. And uh, author was Selancour, and Liszt, of course, he loved settings like that, so that's part of his Swiss cycle. I see. And so that's basically a piece of, we are quite serious, uh, and not sort of the usual list in our bravura, but nevertheless it gets very virtuosic at the end, of course. Uh, and but is it's it a very deep and meaningful meaningful piece. That I make is it a piece that just stands alone, or is it a part of something? It's a part of, of this uh, so-called pilgrim ears, pilgrimage ears, uh, which list wrote uh, one for Switzerland and one for Italy, and so that's the one, the one for for Switzerland for the first year. So you're going to end the first half by taking us to Switzerland. Yeah, it it seems that's the plan. Yep. Very yep. very nice. And if the weather's cold, you know what we'll give them at the at the, at the half time to remind them about what we do in Switzerland <laughs> in the winter months. <laughs> <laughs> yes, unfortunately, I can't I can't partake that in the break. After no, you can't. But it's very non-alcoholic. Uh, by the time it's oh. been it's been simmering for five hours, there's no more alcohol in it. Oh, what a pity! <laughs> oh well, <laughs> I might make you a special one for after the concert. <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, the second half. Let's hear what you want, want to play for the second half, what you're going to play. Sir. Well, it had to be some, some Schubert, and I, I haven't played the B-flat major. No, that's actually not true. I played it last year, not the year before. But that's about it. I haven't played it often enough, and I want to do it again. So that's Schubert's last sonata. That's probably his most famous one again. And uh, that's a lengthy one. Yes. Uh, so we're talking here about in the, in the non, if I don't repeat everything, then we are still sitting there for 32 minutes, I think, so I hope nobody will, yeah. will think that's too much. But it is, of course, his, one of his last works in, when he, uh, which he composed in 1828, yes. the last months of his life. Mm-hmm. So it is a very deeply moving and touching piece, and um, yeah, it's very, very special. Uh, so Schubert at his most 
as most uh, inner self. I mean, the piece was obviously not anymore written with an audience in mind. Somehow it feels to me due to mm. its length and its um, yes. lyricism. But nothing more perfect than, again, than a small audience, an intimate audience where you can actually really bring that across. So would he have written this close to the end of his life, perhaps? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was written in 1828, in the last month, uh, sort of around the time of the Winter Rise, which was the very last work he wrote. So I see. Interesting. But, well, that's you know, he was only 31 years old, so it's not, a, it's not the work of an old man. Yes, precisely. Even two years younger than Mozart. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, we're ready to welcome you. Um, I will be meeting you from the train in Featherston, because you'll be playing in Featherston on the Friday night between 6 and 7. Yes. Uh, then Saturday we are going to drive to your house concert in Palmerston North. Great. And Sunday we're going to bring you, well, you'll be sleeping in Paikok, but uh, you'll be going to perform for us in Paikokariki on Sunday the 10th of April at 2.30. Wow, great. Well, I'm really looking forward. I, Palmerston North, I, I, I remember very well. I was there many years ago with a That's right. um, New Zealand tour yeah, with the Inter Quartet. Yeah. That's right. And her, her, her Swiss partner has now joined her. So uh, Christine and Bent are looking forward to seeing you very much. Oh, how nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Yeah. Great. Well, I guess this is where I jump in and say, well, you better get a pen ready and grab these details so you can get your tickets. Sunday the 10th of April, of course, it's in pulsating Paikokariki <laughs> right by the sea. <laughs> and it sounds like it's just lovely. If it gets too hot, open the window and then that just cools everything down. So you can get your tickets and you need to be double vaccinated for this event at this stage, No. Well, Says no. vaccine pass required, yes, Mary. I'm this, reading the notes. This was before they changed it. So, in <laughs> fact, I need to tell everybody it's no vaccine is required. And this is quite important for Paikokariki because yeah. we were talking about it outside the Foursquare. Mm -hmm. And a woman who used to come very often, I said, I haven't seen you this year. And she said, well, I don't have, I'm not vaccinated. But I said, well, this next one, no vaccine passes. And she said, excellent, I'm going to tell my friends. So she's part of quite a group in Paikok who have chosen not to be vaccinated, mm. but they're thrilled that they can now come to the concert. So it's no vaccine passes. Okay, well, that's even better news. So if you're not vaxxed, listen up. You can <laughs> go to this mulled wine concert <laughs> and get yourself... You will still be required to wear your mask. Yeah, well, that's sort of the that, given these days, isn't it? That's given, yes, exactly. You can get yourself some mulled wine at half time. So if you want to get your tickets, you can get pre-sales until Friday the 8th of April. And I would suggest you do that because you save yourself a little bit of money, $5. And $5 is a lot of money these days. Well, especially if you're a group of four. Yeah, exactly. Then yeah. there's 20 bucks, a bottle of wine, a bottle of good wine, actually. <laughs> so do sales if you want to chance it on the day well good luck to you there might not be any left $35 otherwise pre-sales right now $30 you need to email Mary probably the best way Mary Gow just like it sounds m-a-r-y-g-o-w at gmail.com otherwise I've got a website moldwineconcerts.com and they're also on silly old Facebook as well like us Absolutely. So we're all over Facebook so we'll be sharing that information on Coast Access Radio it's also on Moldwine Concerts they've got two concerts now so they're on both sides of the hill also if you're out and about in town here in Waikanae in Mahara Place pop into Genoa they've got tickets there with Trudy Moby Dickens book shop down at Paraparamu Beach and Magpie Paramata at Mana Esplanade 
Now, if you're a student, even better. It's only $15 if you're under 16. So it's all go, Sunday the 10th of April, Mary. That's it. Yeah. And just before I go, can I have a little shout-out to the sponsors? Mm. A special one to a mover because they bring the piano down, my beautiful big piano. They absolutely hate that job. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, sorry to dear dear Nigel and Alex Munro. And Howard and Co., of course, uh, Kynwin Howard, our best buddy, uh, the best real estate person on the coast. And Signcraft, our wonderful printer in Waikanae. Uh, creative Communities, very important to thank Creative Communities, who helped with this concert to the tune of $500. And our special sponsor, Tuatara. Oh, yeah, delicious they are too. Yes. So go and get your tickets now. What's that email address? You know it, marygow, M-A-R-Y-G-O-W at gmail.com and get along and see Michael Endress up close and personal doing Mozart, Schumann, Liszt and Schubert. How did I do? Oh, very good. Well, right. She's been practising, Michael. <laughs> i better get back to the piano now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Michael, for your time. Thank you for your time. Yep. You're on yep. Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM, supporting the Mulled Wine Concerts. This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.